Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this fantastic Saturday evening. We're going to talk about a couple things tonight. We're going to talk about Hillary Clinton and how she might be making a comeback. I know we're all very excited about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the march that went on, the almost million-person march for Donald Trump. And then we are also going to talk a little bit about the election and some of the downbeat coming from there. And I want to be transparent with you and bring you that right away. But first, since we are going to be talking about lawyers and the law, I figured I would tell you a story. There was a man in New York and was a really strong lawyer, but he just didn't have exactly what it took to win all of his cases. And he was watching a show and he was watching Ralph Macchio and Steve Vai in the show called crossroads. And he had an idea that he would go down to the deep heart of Louisiana and he would go down to the crossroads and make a deal with the devil himself, Beelzebub, Lucifer. And when he went down to the crossroads, it took him a long time to get there. But when he did, he was in his suit. It was blazing hot, almost a hundred degrees. Humidity was close to the same and it was miserable. He waited hours upon hours and he kept over and over, saying, I'm here to make my deal. I'm here to make my deal. When he almost gave up from exhaustion, there came a black car from one of the sides of the road coming from the left, heading towards the right. And as it slowed down and kicked up dust everywhere, a slight cough came from his lungs and a man walked out. An indiscernible man, someone that was easily as forgotten as they were remembered the second that they saw them. There was nothing necessarily special about the man. He was dressed all in black. And he walked up to the lawyer and simply said, what may I do for you? And he said, are you Lucifer? And he says, I have many names, but that name will do. Yes. And he says, I want to trade my soul. And he says, what would you like? And he says, I want to win every single case. I want to be the most prolific warrior, uh, a lawyer in the world. I want to represent all the celebrities. I want to make as much money. I want apartments all over the world. And I want the biggest law firm. And when, when I finally die, I want to go down as the best lawyer ever. And Satan says, I can do that. But that's going to take more than just your soul. He says, okay, what do you want? Anything, whatever I got. I thought that's the most I had, but whatever you need. He's like, well, I'm going to need your wife's soul. I'm going to need your children, all four of their souls. I'm going to need your parents your wife's parents, and her grandparents' souls as well. And the lawyer looks a little bit perplexed, and he's not sure what to say. And he finally ekes out, so what's the catch? Good evening, everybody. This is Don't Unfriend Me. 
the smoke effects are pretty awesome. I added them to the show. Don't unfriend me. What are we? Well, we are a current events site. We talk about politics. We talk about all sorts of things. And ultimately, I provide my opinion. You may agree. You may disagree. You may not like it. That's fine. All of those things are completely acceptable. Just don't unfriend me. You can go to our website. I would ask that you would share this, like it, follow it, do all of those things. It helps. Brings more people into the network. And we call this the dumb nation. All the people who watch our show are known as the Don't Unfriend Me's, also known as the Dummies. So if you want to be a dummy, like, share, and subscribe, and be a part of the family. One of the big things that I kind of wanted to bring up today is that there was a huge march. Maybe some of you saw it. It was supposed to be a million man, but it probably wasn't a million, maybe 500,000 or a little bit fewer than that. But it did provide an amazing statement. You see, Republicans don't march. We don't riot. We don't burn stuff down. This is kind of new to us. And although there were some things in this protest and this march that were extremely disturbing, I'm happy with the effort that we all went out and showed our president support and we rallied together as Republicans and celebrated and utilized our Fourth Amendment. That is the good part. So I will start with that, with the good news, and then we can get to the bad and the horrific that this protest created in Washington, D.C. People came around from all over the nation. I'd like to show you that video so you could take a look real quick. It's actually fairly impressive. So congratulations to the people who were there and took part and peacefully demonstrated that they are not happy with the way the election's going and how our president will no longer be our president from what it seems. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but now I want to talk about the violence. I want to talk about the rioting and the looting and setting fires to things. It has to stop. We cannot lower ourselves to what the liberals do. We can't become Antifa. We cannot become the fringe elements of BLM or the Black Panthers. I am so disappointed in the majority of the people who showed up that I, I almost can't even show you this video because I want to vomit. But I will do it because it's my duty, and I promised you I would bring you hard-hitting news for the good or the bad. May God have mercy on your soul. Oh, let's watch it again. It's like nails on a chalkboard hearing the striker and the phosphorus ignite against the strip. It's, it's, it's like Excalibur coming from its sheath or the guillotine sliding down the old oak before it lops your head off. Listen again. It's, it's terrible. I have to turn it up. It's terrible. Oh. That almost caught that piece of wood on fire. And if it would have, the entire city of Washington, D.C. would have went down in flames. It would have went down in flames. Everyone knows swamps are full of methane. 
One stray match, poof. The irresponsibility is ridiculous. Now, I want to give the person credit who had the glass of water. I'm so proud of you. Someone may have stepped on that match and it would have burned their shoe. Or maybe they were wearing flip-flops. It was a fairly nice day. Can you imagine the devastation? What if, what if a business would have caught on fire and that concrete would have caught on fire? Horrendous. Let's watch the rest. What a shot. Whoever you are, you should be in the fire department. One last time. Dangerous. Thank God for that good Samaritan with the water. I don't know what else to say, folks. I don't know what else to say. Shame on you. And not the person who saved the fire from getting out of control. Speaking of shame, back in the news today is Hillary Clinton. And oh, what a fantastic piece of news this is. We found out she will not be the Secretary of Defense. Which means we won't be going to war five minutes after Mr. Biden is sworn in as president. However, there is vast consideration for Miss Hillary Clinton, Miss Whitewater, Miss Emails, Miss I Spied Against My Candidate, Miss I Went Ahead and Took and Was Absolutely Just Frivolous and Lackadaisical About Compartmentalized, Confidential, Top Secret, SSBI, and Keyword Access Programs and Information. Hillary Clinton with your Clinton Foundation taking money for Haiti, taking almost 60% of your foundation's money and refunneling it back into you, campaign contributions coming into the Clinton Foundation as it wasn't enough. But now to be considered as an ambassador for the United States of America, I have a good idea, the only idea where I would support that you should go. I want to show you the property. It's something gorgeous. It may look a little familiar, Miss Hillary Clinton. The lush green grass, the gaze over the desert plain. It's an up-and-coming neighborhood that might need a little bit of work, but it's very comfortable with its four buildings inside this compound. It's very safe. Well, it is when you fund it properly. It is when you don't veto the bottom line and leave four Americans who probably would not agree with you to be there ever because you would absolutely desanctify the soil. Ambassador Chris Stevens, Glenn Doherty, Tyrone Woods, and Sean Smith, two Navy SEALs, an ambassador who worked at Benghazi were killed because of your absolute neglect. But then again, in your words, what difference does it make? Hillary, you should never hold public office. You should be in prison. You are single-handedly the most vile and evil human being that I have ever seen. And you coming back to be any part of this cabinet should give everyone a moment's pause. I think you should go to Benghazi. I think you should only have two bodyguards. And on September 11th, sometime in the near future, maybe you will reconsider what you did and put yourself in these four man shoes and ask God for mercy on your soul. Because if there is a hell, you will be going there. On to a lighter note, Rudy Giuliani 
the crazy uncle, the guy that smells of Old Spice and Jack Daniels, who comes in talking of the flat earth, talking about foil hats and UFOs abducting him, performing anal probes and other experiments, and sits way too close to the kids' table at Thanksgiving, has struck again. Rudy Giuliani was a great mayor. He was considered to be America's mayor. During 9-11, he did amazing things and brought the country together. And he had his time. He lowered crime in New York City, and he put New York City on a path to retribution. And we are forever grateful for his effort. But Rudy, you need to shut up. If Donald Trump had any hope of winning this election through legal means, you have squandered it. With your crazy rants, your conspiracies of child pornography, of Hunter Biden, and sex rings with no proof. With laptops that you promised were connected to China, and nobody seems to care. You ranted and raved about secret ballots and 600,000 software issues inside of Pennsylvania that overturned votes to Joe Biden instead of Donald Trump with no proof. You talked about the seal on mail-in ballots that Donald Trump put on with no proof. You talked about hundreds of thousands of ballots being dropped off in the dead of night with no proof. I warned all of you that this was dangerous. I warned all of you that we needed to keep our eye on the ball. And the only person who didn't was Mr. Rudy Giuliani, who sprayed his fake news all over the media and had to be the center of attention as the entire legal team for Philadelphia quit. Nobody practicing law in Philadelphia will touch the Trump campaign with a 10-foot pole because of Rudy Giuliani. The man needs to go away. We can only hope that somehow the Supreme Court will be the last to save us as they find the decision of Pennsylvania to extend the three-day votes and for all the mail-in ballots that did not require signature to be an unconstitutional decision. But without the state legislature and the senators and the mayors with any proof to show that this has happened, they consider Donald Trump and his legal team a complete and utter laughingstock. Mr. Giuliani, once again, we thank you for what you did. But you, sir, are the National Enquirer, the star and the sun, current affair, all wrapped into one. And your lunacy and batshit crazy dealings need to go away. Folks, I told you I would be honest with you. I told you I would always be truthful with you. And although I am not the predictor of all predictors, and my name doesn't start with N and end with Ostradamus, I will tell you that Donald Trump is no longer going to be the president in January. Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States because Georgia is stonewalling the signature verification. Judges are not falling in line with Donald Trump. They want him gone. And there may be fraud, but you can't prove it unless the secretary of these states will get on his side and even the Republicans will not do it. People are untying their ships from his dock. They are no longer on his coattails, and they are running. 
And that will be a day that they lament, especially when all the Trump supporters show back up in two years. And when we do, we will ensure that we bring 10 friends this time. We will ensure that we stick to the facts and focus on the points and the merit and the facts and not the drudgery and not the disillusionment and not the fake news. We need to cast away the alt-right, the people like Rudy Giuliani, and tell them we will no longer listen to you because you are as fake as CNN and MSNBC. Fox News, we will no longer follow you blindly. We are going to find our news from another source. We are going to check the balances that we demand from our own government on ourselves so we can be the most educated and the most motivated voters in two years, in four years, and in eight years. No more can we have the Democrats control the way we process information. It is time for us to stand up and do that ourselves. Donald Trump will be in this party long after these others disappear and turn to dust. He has transformed the Republican Party. He has brought it together. His legacy will ultimately be dismantled. And every time Joe Biden takes a piece away, our economy, our middle class, and our government, and our democracy, and our constitution, and our rights will suffer. This will be a whirlwind that we will feel. This will be different. This will not be the transition from Bush to Obama. This will be the transition of Carter to Reagan. This will be monumental, and it will be in reverse. And instead of seeing the climb up, we will start to see the slow and steady trajectory down. Thank you for listening to my show. That is all I've got. I will be going live for a little bit tonight. Please like, share, and subscribe. It is extremely important. Every time you do that, God saves a puppy. And let's face it, folks, we need more puppies on the planet today. The last thing that is also extremely important, the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255, press 1, 22 veterans a day commit suicide. We need to do a better job. We have got to make sure that our veterans our most valuable resource. We need to make sure we hire veterans. We need to make sure we provide them the mental health that they need, that we don't stuff them full of drugs and pretend that that's going to solve the problem. We need to talk to our veterans and we need to get them to open up about their experience because that is the only way to get through PTS and they need better health care and better protection against TBIs. It starts here with one phone call. Please make that phone call. And if you can't, I will help you do it myself. Dummies, I appreciate you. I know tonight you may not like the news and you may be upset and say, Matt's crazy. I still hold faith. Well, the only faith that's really left at this point is that on that cold, chilly day in January, that these legal proceedings are still going on and states are unable to verify their results. And if that is true, each state will get one vote and Donald Trump will be the president. And that will be a coup. If we cannot prove that these votes are false, then these votes need to stay. And if they need to stay, then Joe Biden, no matter how much we dislike it and find it completely unbelievable, is and will be the 46th president of the United States. And that is the way it should be. Thank you, everybody. I will see you tonight live. God bless.
America and you. And we'll talk to you soon.